five, four, three, two. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the gayest and horniest podcast on the internet. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And even gayer, we're recording this on the second day of Pride Month. And what is gayer than the number two? Number two is pretty fucking gay. That is very true. Thank you for agreeing with me. Imagine if you just said false. False. I believe the gayest number is seven. The seven is one of my favorite numbers, so it is pretty gay. In my opinion. That's my opinion! Have you ever heard of yes and? Yes. For this being the gayest I, I, podcast, you, we're not having good chemistry so far. We're like, no, that's crazy. We gotta, we gotta step up the chemistry. What's going on? We're both actually What's secretly heterosexual, on? just trying to break into the gay market. Hello, fellow gays. <laughs> we're queer fishing. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally the companies. As soon as it turns Pride Month, we're like, hello, gays. <laughs> Are you slaying this month? <laughs> Boots the house down, mamas. We were just two heterosexuals. Our boyfriends are both frat bros from the same frat. We were just chilling one day, you know, at like a sorority yeah. mixer. Like, damn, what should yeah. we do with our lives? And then we were like, what if we pretended to be gay and made an iCarly podcast? And here we are. Here we are. Still to this day, queer fishing. So as a queer fisher, I would like to introduce you <laughs> to the title of this episode, it is called I Give Away a Car. And guess what? It is starring Oprah. You get a car and you get a car and you, you get, a, get car. a car and you get a car. Just kidding. Oprah was nowhere to be found. In fact, she was found dead in a ditch. R.I.P. Bestie. Yeah, they actually needed Oprah this episode, to be honest. And they didn't get her. And she was dead in a ditch, so they didn't get her. Yeah. Not actually dead in a ditch. She was booked and busy on set pretending to be dead in a ditch. Dead in a ditch to iCarly. Booked and busy to herself. Yes. Wow. There's a lot to think about with that statement. That's like a metaphor. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? That is a metaphor. I should be a therapist. That was good. Yeah. As Belinda would say, that was good. You guys, we have a, a critic, a meme critic. We don't know where she came from. Never heard of the name Belinda. Just be named Melinda. What the fuck is Belinda? Yeah. Um. And to some of the memes we post, she says, "This is good," which implies this that is good. all the ones she does not reply to are bad. And I resent that, Correct. especially because she doesn't post. And I read her diary, <laughs> and I know for a fact she wants to fuck the rat from Ratatouille, who is named Remy. So that is a fact. There is no disputing that fact. Another fact. This episode was released on January 17th, 2009. It was directed by Steve Skankfer. Mm -hmm. It was written by George Dotty IV. (laughs) Who the fuck? Who like I hate when men name their sons 
after themselves. Like that's so fucking douchey. And especially like times four. Yes. Like ti- like there's multiple. It's like you know you can't break that chain. Like your family would kill yeah. you. You're about to have a the fifth. That's sick as fuck. Right. In some ways, not in others. Yeah. But it's like you've never met a a woman who's been like, I'm just gonna name my daughter after me. She's gonna be a junior. You know what? That is a crazy thought because you don't see like a Cersei the fifth. You know what yeah, I mean? No. Like there's women not- do not get named after their mothers. Sons only get named after their fathers. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I've never thought of that. Oh, I think about it all the time. There's a lot to think about. And we're we're barely into this episode. We haven't even gotten to the synopsis. And I'm thinking so much this episode. We we're academics. We are. This is an intellectual podcast. Comedy. Nay. Academia? Yay. <laughs> Harvard? Yay. <laughs> we are actually M- MIT. We are. We've been we've been cosplaying we are. this whole time. We're actually um MIT professors. Freddie, president of MIT who? False. Dean of MIT? False. 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 It's us too. It's the pod babes. We run MIT. We run that. We run that town. We slay MIT. We sl- we've been slaying MIT for millennia. Hasn't been around that long. Anyway, uh, this episode <laughs> consists of the iCrew deciding to host a contest to give away a car, which you might not have guessed by the title. It was very um, equivocal, if you ask yeah. me. Um, it was very mysterious. I wasn't sure what was going to happen this episode, honestly. Yeah, same. So they decide to give away a car on iCarly while Spencer is getting his rocks off to the iCarlyverse version of Star Wars. That sounds like a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, this sounds so intriguing. So we are at the Shea apartment. My Venmo, Natalie R. Collins, you know, I'm ready for anybody, anybody to Venmo me. Her legs are open. She is ready. (laughs) She's spreading them. She's queefing on demand. Oh, (laughs) period. (laughs) It's Pride Month. I can do whatever I want. She's on her period. It's happening. It's happening. Carly, Sam, and Fred have a competition to see who can throw a cupcake on the wall and have it stay the longest. The bet is that whoever's cupcake falls off first needs to drink a glass of pickle juice. Okay, please, please. You (laughs) skipped some imperative information. We open up on a close-up shot oh, yes. of Sam and Freddie smushing uh-huh. naked cupcakes into, like, a whole pan of frosting. Yes. First of all, that's not how you frost cupcakes. Second of all, I had <laughs> war flashbacks PTSD to the cream pie episode. Oh, yeah, they do be cream pie in their own cupcakes. They did just make out the last episode, too, so they really do be cream pie in. Yeah, in a pro pro. In a, somebody call the police. In a pro pro. Wee woo, wee woo. Wee Frosting woo, cupcakes wee woo, not allowed. Wee woo. Camille Cabello. <laughs> Carly is grossed out by the idea of the two of them cream pieing each other Ugh. and by having to drink pickle juice. So Fred says, Well, you better throw the cupcake hard and hope it's sticky. And Carly's like, That's not something you hear every day. Do I? Do I even need to say anything? Especially after we're just saying that they're cream pieing. No. No. It, hope I, it's sticky. I think Throw we get it hard it. and hope it's sticky. I think we get it. Yeah. I think we I think we get it. Um, cut to cupcakes <laughs> on the wall. Cupcakes are on the wall. And they're screaming yeah. at the cupcakes 
that are there just like slightly stuck trying to (laughs) manifest that like theirs doesn't fall like a coach on the sidelines of a basketball game. And for some reason, this reminded me a lot of that Olympic sport where people like throw the things down the ice and then someone has like a broom and they're just like brooming. Oh, like a luge? Oh, no, no. Like, um, um, it's not, it's not, what's it called? Oh my God, this is going to bother me. It's, is oh my God. What is it called? I don't know. That's why I said that Olympic sport. It's like shuffle, isn't it? Shuffle. Ice shuffleboard. What's it called? Curling. 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 What a dumb name. Yeah. What are you curling? What is being curled? I don't know. Nothing. But it's like they're trying so hard. But like, I don't think that that's doing anything. Like, I'm convinced that the whatever they're doing, like, in curling, like, that doesn't do anything. Like, it's just for fun. Yeah. The initial throw is everything. (laughs) I also thought of, um, do you know the SpongeBob episode where they have, like, the rock race? And they're like, go, 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 go. Like, it's not fucking doing shit. It's an inanimate object. It It is going to do whatever it pleases. But comedy. Ha, ha, ha. Sam loses the Olympic sport of (laughs) cupcake curling. She drinks the pickle juice, no problem, and everybody is shook, crying, pissing, throwing up, disgusted. Absolutely, how dare she drink the fucking pickle juice that easily? Homegirl has defo headshots of JMO with a pickleback because she was way (laughs) too comfortable with that. And that's what she was doing at that cuttlefish concert. Before she fucked that guy in the porta potty. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, pickleback shots are good, but yes, you know, but- she do be a child. She do be a child. <laughs> but I feel like before you have a pickleback shot, you're like, ew, what the fuck? And then you have one and you're like, hold up, pickle juice kind of slaps. You mean like the before the first time you ever have a pickleback yeah, ever, shot? Ever, ever, ever had oh, it. Oh, like okay. When you first yeah. year of it. Yes. But then now I'm like, I would I would be Sam. Go, 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 go. Yes. Like literally drinking that shit like water. water. I had my first pickleback shot for the first time in like years. Like I haven't had one in a long ass time and I forgot how fucking good they are and how smooth it is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, well, I'm going to have to start doing these again. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that we want to point out, the pickle jar actually says Snyder's on it. So I did not consent to witnessing a circle jerk. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to know about it. <laughs> I did not consent to this kink that they have. No, they really do be just like jerking themselves off like every chance that they could fucking get, especially Schneidies. <laughs> Carly alludes Ooh. to a meeting with a man named Jeffrey, maybe Ooh. Epstein. Oh my who God. knows? Hopefully not. Sam asks who the fuck that is but carly's reply is cut off by spencer declaring that he bought a spaceship from craig's mix that was an actual prop from the movie galaxy wars fred and spencer start fucking nerdgasming about fucking galaxy wars okay i'm sending you to jail for just like using the word nerdgasm like i hate that (laughs) so fucking much Anyway, looping back to what I care about. It explains it perfectly, like, what they're doing. It's just, (laughs) like, I hate, like, nerdgasming. Like, I don't want to think about, like, a nerd, like, achieving completion. Like, that's the last thing I want in my mind. Like, (laughs) that's disgusting. Like, you know, like, Andy Sandberg plays, like, the puppet guy and what's your number? 
Yeah. Like, that's what I'm thinking of. Like, when he comes and it's just like, <laughs> and it's like so <laughs> gross. Ew. I hate it. So nasty. Anyway, uh, you think Spencer has solicited hot, sexy singles in Seattle through Craig's mix? You think it works like that? <laughs> He's like posting like misconnections like all the time. Craig's like, come on, dude. I'm just like, I'm just selling my shit. He doesn't get it. He's like, and then he's like, no, I'm trying to fuck. Find find me a woman, Craig. Please find me. That's that's where he's posting his like dating video he made. <laughs> that's where he got like all the single moms like to and like the alcoholics to like Craig's respond mix. to him. Imagine like just posting a selfie on yeah. Craigslist and being like, who want me? Anybody? Like, who would reply? Weirdos. Don't people do that? Yeah, but, like, no one I know. <laughs> uh, period. Normal people keep it for the dating apps. Come on. Get off a of Craigslist, people. But when Spencer declares the news, he shows the kiddos a picture of the vehicle. Freddie's like, a proton cruiser? And Spencer goes, no, my proton cruiser. Um... I got some protons you could cruise on, sir. <laughs> Not you encouraging the nerdgasm. This is why he's nerdgasming, because you're like, I got some protons you can cruise, daddy. Okay, sexy, nerdy foreplay is different than nerdgasming. Sexy, nerdy foreplay is... Um, it's the foreplay. The it's no, the foreplay the, to a nerdgasm. No, they're different. <laughs> One of them is like is like Andy Samberg coming with his little fucking puppet. And then the other right. one, the good one, is like Melora Harding and the little short guy from Reno 911's like little love thing in 17 again, where like she starts speaking like like in the Tolkien fucking, you know, elfish. And he's like, Hello, my dream woman. They're different. Those are two different sexual experiences. Okay, whatever you say. Well, while the boys are nerdgasming and Cersei's edging no. them, Sam goes, it's like I'm watching an episode of Dorks Gone Wild. The two of you guys wish they were watching a fucking episode of Dorks Gone Wild. I was just wondering what Dorks Gone Wild would be. Would it be a show where hot women go to heavily nerded, populated, heavily nerded, Heavily nerd heavy populated. Heavily nerded. <laughs> Go to heavily nerded populated places like Comic Con and Magic the Gathering gatherings and manipulate slash coerce nerds to show the camera their limp man boobies and then use that footage to extort oh, them later uh, on when they inevitably become like the VP of product at Apple or something. I think I actually just vomited in my mouth when you said limp man boobies. <laughs> That's the opposite of when you said, show me them jiggly titties. (laughs) (laughs) When you talked about giving. Like, men of any weight can have, like, a limp man booby. Like, you know when it's just, like, they've never, like, built a pectoral muscle in their life and it's just, like, flaccid, like a flaccid tit. It's just, like, there. Like, I want some juicy boobies on a man. If if they're going to go on Dorks Gone Wild, they might as well have some juicy boobies. But Dorks Gone Wild is not for sexual pleasure. It is for extortion of men who will inevitably become rich (laughs) because they're weird and dorky and nerdy it's literally blackmail yeah (laughs) actually it's extortion oh yeah it is extortion blackmail is about you give me money extortion is if you don't do this for me then i will do this to you aka release information 
I really hate when people conflate those two things. Uh, anyway, before I conflate anything else, how much did Spencer pay for this fucking spaceship? Like, it had to have been so much fucking money if it's a real prop from the movie. He was not a nerd on Nerd Gone Wild. He doesn't have the money to afford this. No. Just kidding. He does. His parents do. Like, he he did not get extorted here. Um. So, what the hell? Like, it has to be, especially if, like, Galaxy Wars is the equivalent to Star Wars. Like, that shit is fucking crazy. So, like, any prop from that movie has to be millions. Yeah. Millions. Well, I think, like, 100,000, maybe. I mean, even that. Because if you think about when this was made, like, Star Wars has had, like, a huge resurgence. So, it's, like, I feel like it got, like, a little, like... I mean, yes. Forgotten during this But it's always been big. Like, it's... It's... I think it would be a lot, but maybe not millions. I guess. I mean, either way, it's still fucking crazy money. Yeah, it would be crazy money. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like mansplaining and nugging. I need to stop doing that. It really pisses me off when I hear it back. Yeah, stop mansplaining to me during Pride Month, oh, God. you queer fisher. I know. You guys, I'm secretly a white dude in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense. It really does, <laughs> tragically. Um. I'm so sorry. I'm going to mansplain some more. This is not a spaceship. I I no. lied. It's not a spaceship. I'm going to keep mansplaining. I don't it's care. It's not a spaceship. It's a vehicle from a fictitious galaxy that can, you know, achieve little, little elements of flight. Terrestrial-based vehicles and terrestrial, two extraterrestrial vehicles are not the same. And, oh, my God, I think I would be on Torx Gone Wild. <laughs> Uh, I have left the chat. It is a spaceship to me. It's not in that's, space. That's my opinion. It's not in space. Think about it a little bit. It's in the galaxy. Where in the galaxy would you call a car a spaceship? Yeah, it's <laughs> in space. That's not in space, though. It's terrestrial. <laughs> What I don't listen. I'm the two of us are too sexy to be having this argument right now. Please, we need to move on. Speak for yourself. I'm on Nerds Gone Wild with my flaccid titties because they're sagging after all this time. Okay, I am too sexy. Then I'm trying to bring you with me, but if you want to be left behind, you can be left behind. I'm yeah, moving on. I'll be left behind with my saggy titties. Jeffrey Epstein, I mean Jeffrey Flanken, comes by. <laughs> And says his dad, who owns Flanken Motors, wants to host a giveaway on iCarly. Okay. I love that you said Flanken because it's spelled Flanken, but in the show, they pronounce it Flunken. Flunken? I hate it. I hate it so much. So we're going to be saying Flanken for the whole fucking episode. But also, I feel like Jeffrey Flanken- We're going to be Flanken saying Flanken episode. (laughs) I feel like Jeffrey Flanken is like the name of like someone else and it's like a pun about someone, but like I literally can't put my finger on it. Oh, well, it's a pun. You'll see why later. Damn, she said, actually, I'm gonna mansplain to you, bitch. I'm gonna mansplain to you. <laughs> actually, Jesse, wait, I'm holding in the mansplaining. I'm holding it in. Um, but also like, why is this child conducting business? Why? That's all I could think about. I was like, why is this child here? I mean, we'll figure it out later. We will figure it out later. We'll both mansplain later to everybody. Yeah. Um, but I feel like in the iCarly verse, children can do whatever the hell they want. Children are truly liberated. Like, there's no rules. They know all. They really, they, like, run the world. 
who run the world children and, and <laughs> who run the world kids um. <laughs> uh jeffy boy is played by thomas mann thomas mann you look damn familiar <laughs> but um <laughs> but um <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is a prolific actor who has had leading roles in numerous features such as It's Kind of a Funny Story, Fun Size, The Stanford Prison Experiment, very important, Mm. Halloween Kills, and he has many more high-budget, star-studded projects in production. And And he also played the main dweeb in Project X. And fun fact, the original working title of Project X was Dorks Gone Wild. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of that one. Wow. (laughs) But but also, uh, more importantly, perhaps, he played little baby Hitler in Drunk History. Wow. And I just would like to iterate his official TV credit, the title of the character that aired in the rolling credits on national television is, and I quote, Little Baby Hitler, as opposed to Big Baby Hitler, which is what he was called when he resorted to genocidal fascism in the wake of social and economic upheaval post-World War One, which, by the way, was also Germany's fault. So it makes perfect sense to blame Jewish people for the consequences of your own actions. That is, of course, if you are Big Baby Hitler, who actually, I heard, might replace Big Bird in Sesame Street when Fox buys the show. Please, somebody get me on Weekend Update. I couldn't stop myself. I just kept going. (laughs) Now that Pete Davidson's spot is open, it's all you, baby. (laughs) And I got all that from just Little Baby Hitler? Little Baby Hitler. Um, as soon as you said Big Baby Hitler, I thought of Big Boss Baby. <laughs> Big Boss Baby Hitler. <laughs> Big Boss Baby Hitler. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I don't. I'm just gonna keep going. I don't know how to. I don't know how to continue. <laughs> but the kids go upstairs to discuss business with Big Baby Hitler. <laughs> But Sam trails behind to chug the rest of the pickle juice straight from the jar. And even Spencer is absolutely fucking speechless and disgusted. Rest in peace, Sam Puckett. You would have loved a dirty martini. <laughs> like, does, I guess Spencer doesn't fuck with pickleback shots. Because Spencer's a little bitch baby. <laughs> he's, little, he's little Hitler baby. He do, he'd be little bitch baby. <laughs> he's little Hitler baby. Can't handle a pickleback. We find ourselves on the iCarly set. And I know that this is supposed to be my part to narrate, but Natalie, I would like you to just say the following line that you wrote. Just just say what you had written for the notes. This? This? B? Yeah, B. This? Yeah. Jeremy? It's not Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) You put Jeremy for the rest of the notes you wrote. I was like, who the fuck is Jeremy? Listen, this little fucking big baby Hitler was so unforgettable. I'm sorry I forgot his name. Anyway, um, so Justin Bieber slash little baby Hitler and the gang are discussing what to do for the challenge aspect of the giveaway. Sam suggests, guess the number of zits on Freddie's butt. And Justin Bieber just goes, 
wow, um, that's really gross. Okay, loser, nerd, dweeb, no fun, can't have a laugh or a giggle, boring ass, fuck wad, go die, little baby Hitler. Nobody gives a fuck about you. If you died right now, no one would care because of the Holocaust would never fucking happen. So go, go, go kill yourself. Go kill yourself. Go walk in front of traffic. <laughs> go sit in the middle of traffic. Let a car run over you. <laughs> um, she literally has Fred's butt on the mind after that smoochy, smoochy, oh, kissy, kissy yeah. last episode. But not to be outdomed, Freddie suggests, <laughs> what about how many of Sam's relatives are on parole? This is some foreplay if I've ever seen it. This is some nerdy ass foreplay. The two of them just going back and forth. Sam goes, hey, don't go bagging on Aunt Maggie, Cousin Garth, and Uncle Morris, all right? That's right, Queen. The judicial system fucked up in this country. Fucked Their up. felony status is not an indicator of your character. Period. And iCarly's talking about that. They are. And I rewatch iCarly's talking about it. We are. You know who's not talking about it? The Supreme Court. They're not. Says a lot about society. Says a lot about society. It really does. Makes you think. To people with ADHD. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a lot. I'm relating things that are not related. I'm thinking a lot. Anyway, but since Justin Long's dad wants it to be a real brain buster, Papa knows what he wants the challenge to be. <laughs> oh, Papa knows. A riddle that goes a little like this. A cowboy rides into a town on Friday. He stays in town for three days, then leaves on Friday. How did he do it? How did he do How it? How did he do it? Um, Marty, that's crazy. That cowboy ran in on Friday. And then three days later, he left and he still left on Friday. How the fuck does that one work? If you can see my legs right now, I'm like spread for no reason. It's just comfy. <laughs> She's just flailing. Yeah. Just I put my pussy out for riddles. I can't I can't describe it. Ah, I'm very hesitant to share this um because I'm afraid of the consequences. But I Big baby Hitler afraid of the consequences. <laughs> I I hate riddles. I really do. Like I'm just so bad at riddles. Like I'm good at other things and like puzzles and like, you know, whatever. I'm good at other but just things. like riddles, I'm so fucking bad at. I just I have other strengths, okay? I played the Nancy Drew games. I could solve all those fucking puzzles and shit. You're like, but like the fucking riddles always get me. On the defense chair, like in court. Like I do puzzles. I played Nancy Drew. Because I know you're about to come at me for this. I know you're going to have something to fucking say because I just I overthink that. Okay, when you when you heard this riddle, did you know what it was? Did you know the answer? No. no? I knew I had heard it before. I knew I had heard it That's before. That's even worse. You heard it before and you couldn't even figure it out. I just get so mad because I they're always so obvious and I always overthink them. Bestie, the horse's name was Friday. I couldn't remember what it was. I was like, I know I've heard this one before. The horse's name was Friday. Like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. A man who works in a lighthouse alone is found hung from the ceiling. There's no chair around him. He was the only person who had access within the lighthouse, and he's like six feet in the air. How did he hang himself? He stepped on a piece of ice and it melted. <laughs> Like, 
it's so stupid. It's so dumb. They're all always so dumb. I hate them. They're always so dumb. Anyway, I don't think it needs to be said, but and it's always and it's always like the people who tell no. No, it's always the people who tell the riddles are like, if you don't get it, you're fucking stupid. You, you fucking idiot. You're so dumb. You never thought of this. It's so fucking obvious. How'd you get it? Stop projecting, Natalie. God. And I'm like, yeah, I am an idiot. Fucking apparently, because apparently I think too hard that I missed the fucking point. Yeah, you are so smart and think so hard that you can't figure things out. That is exactly right. I'm too smart for riddles. That's what it is. That's the problem. We have an MIT genius in front of us. Did we expect any less? No. Truly. You shouldn't. But I don't think it needs to be said, but I love a riddle. I love puzzles. I love to figure shit out. What can I say? I'm an intellectual, perhaps even an academic. Perhaps. So... I'm an academic because I love riddles, and you're an academic because you're too smart for riddles. Those are the two genders. Those are the two. Man, woman, uh, uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's smart and loves riddles and too smart for riddles. Add that. Now we have seven genders. (laughs) Oh, there's so many genders. There's so many. The iCrew is perplexed, not by the genders, but by the riddle, and asks for the answer, but Junior says to keep the competition fair, no one can know the answer. Ooh. Of course, that the horse's name is Friday for anyone who was too stupid to realize when we were talking about it earlier. So the answer is enclosed in a super secret sealed envelope. The aforementioned answer that would be, of course, the horse's name was Friday is what is within the envelope. Carly tells Fred to lock the envelope, which explains that the horse's name was, in fact, Friday, um, in his jewelry box. And cue the laugh track because gender. Yeah. Boy has jewelry box. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. And then Freddie just goes, my mom wanted a daughter, okay? One, if that was now, it wouldn't be as bad because men wear, like, necklaces and shit now. Mm -hmm. So maybe they do have a jewelry box. Okay, this was, like, the mid-2000s. Like, men were wearing puka shell necklaces at this time. It's not unheard of to have a... That's true. I guess it's, like, men are, like, men are allowed to, like, wear, like, a few necklaces and jewelry, but they have a jewelry box. Women have that. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Like, they're supposed to keep it, like, under their bed. They've got to, like, throw it on the floor. Yeah. Like, like collecting dust bunnies. Like, they got to, like, throw it in the toilet every night before they go to bed. And then in the morning, they, like, dig it out. Make sure it smells nice and shitty so no one thinks that they showered. Yeah. God, showering's for gay people. Yeah, they got to, like, piss on it. And then they got to, like, <laughs> wear it the next day. Dudes just start pissing all over themselves so no one thinks they're, like, a hygienic gay dude. Right. Happy Pride. But, like, also, Happy Pride, that, that's got <laughs> to cause some, like, fucking drama. Does this also mean that fred has like dresses that miss b makes him wear or something like is there more to this than just a jewelry box like okay like bates motel <laughs> epic psycho action if that was true yeah. but also even scarier scarier if mrs b did have a daughter instead of fred wardo it would just literally be the plot of sharp objects like no <laughs> doubt i'm sorry you don't read you don't know what that is I don't, but I'm laughing for you. Thank you. Because I'm sure somebody will understand. It's by the same writer as Gone Girl. Oh, okay. It was made into an HBO limited series. Nice. And it is about a mother and a daughter and another 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 daughter. Oh, oh, and they were both daughters. (laughs) Oh, and it's Miss B thinking that Freddie's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> we are live on iCarly. 
and the girls announce an iCarly special contest. Ooh la la. They're going to give away a new car oh my from Flankin Motors, the best Flankin car dealership in Seattle. Just say fucking. Just say it. Just say fucking. Just say cream pie. Say fucking, say circle jerk. Yeah. Come on. That is the pun. They they chose flanking, flunkin', whatever, to have it close Flunkin'. to be fucking. The best fucking car dealership in Seattle. Imagine that's your name. Hi, I'm Jeremy. Jeremy fucking. Jeremy fucking. Jeremy fucking who? <laughs> who are you fucking, Jeremy? Jeremy fucking. Jeremy, who are you fucking? Jeremy, tell me. Stop with me hanging, dude. Come on. Jeremy. Jeremy, please. Jeremy, who? <laughs> please. Um, more importantly, who the flanken is the iCarly audience? Who is able to drive a car that watches iCarly? Uh, who? No clue. No clue. No clue. I literally, uh, so I looked it up because I was like, are they, e- like, can you even get a license? And you can get a learner's permit in Washington at 15, but that's still a learner's permit. Yeah, like, even so, like, you need a hardcore license to own a vehicle. You have to pay insurance. Yes. And also, like, to enter contests like this, you have to be 18 or older. Yes. So I guess the only people who can enter this contest and get the car are the teachers at Ridgeway High that watch iCarly, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. It it makes no sense. Zero sense. We're looking for logic in a logicless place. Like, who can relate on this one? Yeah. Obama's going to be the only one who gets the car. Obama's going to get the car. That's what I'm betting Obama. on. Obama. But the girlies say the riddle again, and they tell their billions and trillions and millions of fans to text them. Here at iCarly.com. And if they can't figure out how to text them... They're suffering from extreme stupidity and need to call their doctor. This is like us calling out our listeners <laughs> and yelling at them. I'm just like, they roasted the fuck out of you and your illiterate ass and you immediately deflected to like shade our listeners. Sounds like a you problem, Natalie. Can I be illiterate in peace? No, you can't. Damn. You know what? I thought I could hold my pee, but I can't. I'm weak. <laughs> Just like Natalie is weak-minded. So let's let's have a little um, epic commercial break, shall we? I'm weak and what's wrong with that? I'm illiterate and what's wrong with that? We are back at the Shea apartment. I'm not going to say it, but you know what I want to say. What do you want to say? Then mummy fucking money. Damn. Spencer's terrestrial boating flight capable vehicle has replaced all the furniture at Shay Shay. He's circling it, stroking it, moaning. Oh, yeah. Nerdgasming if you would. I literally fucking hate men. They all want to fuck an exhaust pipe so badly. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, He starts LARPing as a Galaxy Wars character, (laughs) but unfortunately, notorious cockblock himself, Freddie Benson, comes in and dries up Spencer's wet dream when he reveals that the aircraft uh, is, in fact, not from Galaxy Wars. Bum, bum, bum. Spencer says that Fred is lying about this not being from the actual Galaxy Wars. And Fred is like, no, I'm not. And Spencer just goes, 
you're like a big boy telling you big boy lies. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I'm not, I'm not lying. And Spencer's like, okay, Mr. Larry lies a lot. You're like a big boy telling you big boy Hitler lies. You big baby Hitler lies. <laughs> That's all I could think of. You big baby Hitler lies. <laughs> you big boss baby Hitler. <laughs> Fred, the epic tech genius that he is, notices something <laughs> that Spencer's feeble, weak artist brain could never clock. Only the, the brain of the dean of MIT could clock. Only the great dean of MIT, the fourth. There's a literal sticker that reads, not an actual prop from the movie Galaxy Wars, to which Spencer says, okay, well, that could mean anything. <laughs> I hate men. They all want to make no, not me, no so badly. Ah! I went there. Yeah, we get topical. Hard-hitting, hard-hitting things here. Spencer! Spencer, no means no! No! Not an actual prop means not an actual prop. Spencer starts bitching like a stupid little soft leftist soy boy. And big brain <laughs> macho man Freddy leaves him to cry alone in his replica terrestrial boating flight-capable vehicle. I don't think the words... Big Macho Man Freddy have ever been said in the same sentence ever before, and I don't think they ever will be said in the same sentence together ever again. Every time Freddy enters a room, it's just like, Macho, Macho, Macho Man. <laughs> it's like whatever the opposite of that is, is when Freddy walks into the room. He literally just has like little girly like flowers and like <laughs> just like a nice little tune that you could skip to. Tiptoe through the Jaycees, through Munchausen. Um, I fucking hate rich people. Like, they yeah. are literally wild just spending money on whatever the fuck. Like, Spencer dropped 100K on this fucking spaceship, not spaceship thing. And he's just like, didn't didn't look at the pictures for an extra second. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Here's, here's 100K. I don't give a fuck. Like, people are starving, Spencer. I mean, honestly, I can't judge because I'm poor. And I'm still just spending money on, uh, on like, dumb shit. Like, dumb shit. Okay. Did I need this Buddha? Am I Buddhist? I am not. <laughs> do I fuck with Buddhism? I do. I really love Buddhist teachings. Not in an appropriative way, in, like, a... I respect you, man. But did right. I did I need this little trinket? Literally, you queer fishing? You're like, am I queer? No. Do I appreciate the queer community? Yes. <laughs> Ally. <laughs> Ally. Me like outside like a Buddhist temple like uh can I get can can I can I get in? Can I please get in? I really agree. I really agree. I believe in Buddhism. I really like it. I have like a Buddha in my room. So like I'm like appreciating it. <laughs> we are live on iCarly. I'm not done. This mushroom. Food. Did I need this mushroom made out of clay? <laughs> Do I need any of this? No. No. But I'll be spending. I'll be spending. We are live on iCarly, and there is a floating bra named George telling a ghost story. It's pronounced Jorge, please. <laughs> why, why do they always have to have something with a fucking bra? Why do these men writers need to talk about the little girl's boobs? And have bra things all the time. That's the thing. 
Whose bra is this not theirs? None of those boobies could even remotely <laughs> fill the size of the cups that Jorge is. Like, no, I know what a non-padded triple D looks like because I used to wear non-padded triple D cups and baby, that was at least a double D. That was an unpadded double D. And those girls literally just have big nipples. There's no fat there. They have training bras. Barely. They haven't even made it to a 5K yet. They're still training. (laughs) That was like a lacy, like pink bra too. Like, did they go to the, like, did they go to like a Macy's or something and buy that? And like the adult, like fucking bra section? There's no way they're buying that at like Justice. It's the way I would sweat sweat when I walked into Victoria's Secret when I was flat trusted. I was so embarrassed. Right. I was like, everyone's looking at me and they know that I don't have any boobs. Like, oh my God. Which I know shocking. I used to be flat chested. I was actually known as the most flat chested person because I was a late bloomer. Wow. And then when everyone else already had their boobs and I was still flat one year, I went from an A to a D in like literally like a school year. And then everyone started saying that I had big boobs and I literally didn't even notice. I was like, what do you mean I'm flat chested? And then I realized. I had to tase. And they were like, oh, shit. I got boobs. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like shaggy when he was in Velma's body. I was like, I "I can look at myself naked and I don't look (laughs) like a little boy anymore. Uh, Well, on another note, Sam is wearing a penny tee and her penny tee says, my cheese, my rules. And I would unironically wear this shirt. I love this shirt. I, all I could think of was like coochie cheese. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like my cheese, my rules. Like, yeah, you're eating my coochie cheese. <laughs> We're foreplaying with my rules. Now tell me about Tolkien and his land of Middle Earth. Uh, I didn't even think of it like that. But when, when you put it that way, I do be thinking. I mean, I'm I happy for thinking. you that you don't hear the word cheese and immediately think of Eminem saying, lick the cheese under my nuts. You know, that is something I'm plagued with and perhaps why I chose to become a vegan. Yeah. I'm a vegan. Yes. Did I eat steak a few days ago? Perhaps. Stay the fuck out of my business. Perhaps. I'm a vegan like I'm gay. (laughs) My cheese, my rules. (laughs) My cheese, my rules, bitch. Also, I totally misread it. I thought it said my cheese rules. (laughs) My pussy cheese bops. It bangs. It slaps. Rules. It's a delicacy. It slays. You want it on your charcuterie board. That's why you call it a charcuterie board. Oh, bars. Bam. Bars. Megan the Stallion. Come on, incorporate that somewhere. It's Megan the Stallion. Your coochie cheese belongs on a charcuterie board. <laughs> oh my god, it's Megan the Stallion. I it's wonder Megan if I could put some uh, coochie cheese on a cracker. It's her cheese, it's her rules. <laughs> Megan, Megan, please let me get some cheese. It is time to give away the car. Yeah! They repeat the riddle and then they open up the envelope with the answer and are like, mm-hmm. That makes sense. You, 30 seconds ago. And say that the horse's name was Friday, which Cersei has definitely not already mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Sam clicks the random dancing button and the girlies start to vibe to celebrate revealing the answer that they definitely knew the answer to. (laughs) Um, that epic moment when the horse's name was Friday and you and your besties start (laughs) randomly dancing. XD. Uh, quirky randomly uh, dancing uh, the horse's name was friday uh, uh, i definitely knew the answer to that riddle uh, uh, i'm an intellectual uh, uh, 
They announce that the winner is Trickster206, and Sam explains that Fred is going to connect them via video chat right now. Carly's like, you just love saying via. And Sam's like, yeah, I do. I do. (laughs) I, too, love saying via. I mean, just more evidence that I am Sam and she is me. But saying via makes me feel via smart. Hold for applause and laughter. Get it? Via smart. Like very. SNL. Who want me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have an intellectual question that is a logical question. You? So, an is, intellectual question. I know me. Isn't that crazy? Is hell freezing over? The fuck? <laughs> Are pigs flying? Oh, my God. Okay, so if they just now figured out the answer. So, if they just now figured out the answer. (laughs) You have to deliver it like that. Push your glasses up, nerd. Actually, if if they all just figured out the answer right now, and all of these people texted in, how, how did they figure out who the winner was so quickly? And, and, how did they have them ready to be on video chat live? At that time, if they oh just figured it god. out. Oh my god, you're so smart. Can you lift <laughs> up your shirt and show me your flaccid titties, your flaccid <laughs> man titties? Oh my god. I'm literally quitting the nerds. podcast. I hate I it here. I love nerds. <laughs> I hate it here. I didn't I didn't consent to being on Dorks Gone Wild. What? That's a compliment. I didn't consent. You are so smart that you're on Dorks Gone Wild. Dude, the the, the people on Dorks Gone Wild end up being like the CEO of Apple, so you should be flattered. I don't wanna be. I don't wanna be the CEO of Apple because it means I was on Dorks Gone Wild. New theme song. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, but you're right. Because you're a dork. You're so right. You're so smart. Yeah. You're so smart. Can't believe you thought of that, dude. Like, my little puny bitch brain could never comprehend that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's right. Well, the video connects to Trickster206, and it's none other than Neville Papperman. Neville? That's right, Carly Shay. I won the car, (laughs) and you have to give it to me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Neville, consent is key. She doesn't have to give you anything. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Neville doesn't care about my comment because he can't hear me. He's in the TV. He is in the TV. Neville then proceeds to say and do the gayest thing I have, in (laughs) fact, ever witnessed. And I have watched a woman go down on me. So that should tell you how gay this thing is about to be. Wow. It's about to be gay. He goes, isn't this delicious? Which is also what I said during my woman. Um, Oh, I just feel like spinning in a celebratory fashion. He takes a recorder, toots out a little tune like rainbow confetti and balloons rain from the ceiling as Neffel goes, I just, I just have one thing to say to that. Bag alert, major bag alert, bag alert, major bag alert, bag alert, major bag alert. Um, 
Happy Pride. Happy Pride, Neville Papperman. Happy Pride. This episode's for you. <laughs> this one's for you, Neville. <laughs> Happy Pride. Happy Pride. I love that they gave us a Neville episode on the second day of Pride. Like, the Hell universe yeah. really does align. iCarly taking care of the gays. They really, they, like, align with what our life and the real world every mm-hmm. single time. And this mm-hmm. just shows it even more, too. Mm-hmm. I had a thought that when he was like, wee, 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 I was like the little fucking piggy that went home. Literally, like, it like it didn't sound like a normal celebratory wee. It sounded like, wee, wee, no. wee, <laughs> wee, wee, wee. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, he's such a fucking... <laughs> and also, I don't know if you noticed, but Neville's video is so pixelated, like, on the TV. And he's it's literally as if he's tuning in from fucking Bimbo Penitentiary. He is. He's definitely in jail for something. Like He's, he's serving hard time. He's in jail. The SWAT team put him in jail last time. So yeah. he's in jail. How does he escape? No one knows, but he's definitely there right now. He is there right now. That is for sure. Cut to fucking motors. Sam <laughs> and Freddie are perusing the car dealership. A brief look into what their lives will be like when they inevitably end up together later in life. They approach a man and say they're looking for the owner. And the heavily New York-coded man replies, Well, stop looking. Don Flanken, what kind of car can I put you in? Don, they are 14. They are visibly 14-year-olds. They are visibly 14-year-olds. But, you know, speaking of being weird to children, there's a car in the dealership lot that is identical to the car that Miss Miranda Cosgrove used to learn how to drive. That car is a 2009 Dodge Challenger that none other than Dan Schneider owned. There's so many layers to that. I don't know what to comment on first. (laughs) Miranda Cosgrove learned to drive in the less cool version of my dream car. Also, Dan Schneider, with all his money, could not (laughs) afford a Camaro, so he got a Challenger. Not even a Charger, a Challenger. A challenger. Not even a yeah. Like a that's challenger. like buying a Tesla and buying like the worst one that doesn't like have a screen and like breaks down the second you drive it off the lot. I don't think that exists, but like what affluent person buys a challenger? That's like my backup if I can't afford a Camaro. Uh, Which if I'm gonna afford a Camaro, please somebody, somebody Vemo me. I mean, maybe the iCarly uh, money wasn't coming through yet. He had Danny already Boy. done like Zoe one oh one. true he just has bad taste rich people have bad taste it's true it's true i mean look at the fucking spaceship that spencer bought bad taste terrestrial capable vehicle (laughs) um but i thought that that was a a very weird fun fact that dan is like putting this fucking car in there and also that miranda is learning to drive with dan there's there is a lot of layers it's a lot to think about yeah it's like i don't want to think about it i i'm i just had to drop that bomb in there unrelated to that let's move on let's not think about it there was a driver's ed teacher to my high school which in my high school it was a mandatory to take driver's ed because i went to the largest high school in chicago so we had like our own driver's ed thing and like kids from other schools would like come and use our driver's ed program. But it was like mandatory for us because we were like the largest high school in Chicago. Like it was huge and beautiful and from the 1900s. Um, anyway, there was uh, this driver's ed teacher 
Mr. Lolino. They were all, all the drivers that teachers were gym teachers. And he was a pedophile and he would diddle boys on their like driver's ed training if they were alone. Unrelated. That's just what I thought about. But like unrelated. You can Google it. I went to Lantech. I mean, kind of related because Dan Schneider is a fucking creep as well. But yeah, I mean, that's why it's related. I'm joking. I'm joking about the unrelatedness. <laughs> it's very let's, related. Let's, let's it's so on. related. To, it's incestuous. Anyway, <laughs> Freddie explains. Oh, we're at the dealership. That's how we got to this whole. Um, Freddie explains. Oh, uh, where from my Carly? Like, you're supposed to just give us the car, dude. You're supposed to know who the fuck we are. We're famous. We're from I Carly. Ah. And he just goes, yeah, I'm from Wisconsin, which was the biggest plot twist ever because no the fuck he's not. I have seen and heard plenty of Wisconsin men and you, sir, are a liar. Mr. Larry lies a lot. A big boy Hitler telling big boy Hitler lies. That's what you are. Uh Also, two callbacks and one joke. I'm very proud of that. So I will be announcing my stamp sets very soon. This was actually, this entire podcast is just a promo for you. Yeah, I mean, as I was writing the notes for this episode, I was like, I really just want to do stand-up because the jokes are coming. <laughs> they do be coming. They be coming because they're having nerdgasms. Nerdgasms. I didn't want to say that. Wisconsin-gasms. <laughs> this iCarly nonsense meant nothing to this fake Wisconsinite, and he's still trying to sell a car to literal children. Absolutely not. They interrupt him and say, we're not here to buy a car. But before they can even finish their sentence, he literally loses interest like in a flash, ignores them and walks away like they don't even exist as they desperately call out to him. Yeah. And as someone who works in sales, yes, I agree. But also, I don't know what you expected from literal children. Do you think they're going to they're no, <laughs> they have no money. Yeah, they don't even they don't have they don't have a parent with them. They don't have anybody. He doesn't care. He's just a sleazy little car salesman. Yeah, he's trying to extort children. They have no license, no monies, no insurance. No. Shameful. Yeah. Shameful. Yeah. Sam yells. All the adults in this in this show are trying to extort children. Shame. 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 Which is my favorite thing that people do to me when they find out my name's Cersei. They're like, oh my God, like Game of Thrones. Shame. 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 I'm like, I will literally fucking kill you. I will nuke you somehow. I will get the launch codes. Get the fuck away from me. Sam yells, dude, get back here. And that somehow grabs his attention. It's like, oh, fuck. She's about to fuck me up. She's about to nuke me. (laughs) He's like, I don't have time for games. And when he said that, it did sound super Midwestern. So maybe I do not have the ear I thought I did. Maybe. Maybe I was being prejudiced. Maybe. Just maybe I should not mm. assume that mm. every Italian in a suit is from New York. Italian car salesman <laughs> based in Seattle can be a cheesehead. His cheese, his rules. His cheese, his rules. I think we've all learned a little bit mm-hmm. about presumptions, about prejudice, about mm-hmm. not judging a mm-hmm. book by its cover, but rather the way one pronounces, I don't have time for games. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And that's a little lesson on prejudice. Uh, yeah. Pride and prejudice. In honor of Pride Month. So yeah. Pride, Pride and prejudice. prejudice There's a joke there, but I'm not going to try to write it. Um, Don fucking is played by none other than the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend himself. Mm-hmm. Lenny Citrano. Confirmed yes. Italian. Confirmed Italian. And 
I could not find out where he was born and raised because I really wanted to place his accent because like it was like it was all over the place. However, I did find out that he holds a Bachelor of Science in horticulture. So um, I rewatch iCarly. You come for iCarly and stay for the vigorous research, unparalleled breakdowns, and fervent analysis of actors who have degrees in sciences of horticulture. Strictly that analysis. No other actors do we do any analysis on. The kids explained to the scientist that his son set up a giveaway. (laughs) I said on their podcast. I said their son. I was going to let you say it. Their son said, I always do that. I call their web show podcast. The kids explained that his son set up a giveaway on their web show to which Don John says, I don't have a son. I have two daughters. Two daughters. So twice this man was given the choice of gay son or thought daughter. (laughs) And we know what he chose both times. Both times. Donnie, during Pride Month. During Pride Month. During Pride Month, you're going to do this? To the gay sons? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dan Schneider. It's crazy. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. They said, fuck your pride month. No. Carly brings Neville out, who demands his car. But Sam explains, this nutloaf says he doesn't have any idea about our contest. Okay, even if nutloaf wasn't like a Dan Schneider code for nutsack in like a very thinly veiled PG thing, imagine. Wait, I thought that nutloaf is the straight version of fruitcake. <laughs> I thought it was like nutsack. Like, I mean, it could be nutsack, but you know how people call yeah, like, fruitcake. Gay people, fruitcakes. Yeah, no. no, we can start calling straight people nutloaves. <laughs> I mean, that like makes a lot of sense too. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> During Pride Month. During Pride Month. It all makes all right, sense. The straights are officially nutloaves. The straights are called nutloaves. The two genders, fruitcakes and nut loaves. <laughs> or sorry, the two sexualities, fruitcakes and nut loaves. No matter what's a, what it is a connotation for, like imagine getting called a nut loaf by some random kids <laughs> at his big age. That would turn anyone into big baby Hitler. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I agree. That's actually... Hitler's origin story someone called little baby Hitler a nut loaf and he just like he was like this is it this is this is, my, is arc. my arc speaking of arcs Neville goes full Karen and spits yes. I entered a contest for a car and I won <laughs> if I don't get my car I'm gonna report you to the LCC for fraud Ooh. and have I Carly shut down oh no when Neville yells the word fraud, he literally delivers the line like off into the distance as if he's like performing for the cars in the lot. It was the weirdest thing to me. I mean, he is. He's literally a bag. He's literally a bag. He is in theater class right now. This is his stage. He is performing for anybody, for everybody who like will the cast and who of will cars, not listen. The cast of Cars 2. <laughs> um, this is for you, Lightning McQueen. I see you over there in the back. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to my show. I am the main character. I am the side character. I am every single character. Every single one. And he was he was delivering it is the thing. Uh, Neville, great actor. Yes. I believe every single goddamn thing that comes out of his mouth. Yes. I just don't believe that he's straight. Oh, no, that is the only... But he, he never said... Or I was going to say he never said he was straight. But he does have a thing for Carly. So? That's the only pot I don't believe. Mm. Okay, well, 
you know, anyway, Neville came by himself to the dealership. How how was he going to drive the car away? <laughs> like Neville is younger than the rest of the gang. So like he's literally like 13, so he can't even have his learner's permit. And even if he was old enough to have his learner's permit, he still can't drive it alone. <laughs> Like, he also legally can't sign anything to possess the car. How the fuck was he going to leave with the car? We are looking for a very, very white-looking rapper who claims to be mixed race in a place where we cannot (laughs) find a very white rapper who is mixed race. And we cannot relate. (laughs) We cannot relate. We are not calling the suicide hotline. We're just doing it. We are not. We are not saying 1-800-DON'T-KILL-YOURSELF. Like, we're not sure what's going on right now. We are saying 1-800-DO-IT. 1-800-GO-SIT-IN-TRAFFIC-AND-HIT-BY-CAR. <laughs> Go sit in the middle of the traffic. We're back at the Shea apartment. Our Venmos are still dry as fuck. Not like my pussy, though. I got cheese, bitch. <laughs> Butums. <laughs> ah! <laughs> A pair of movers replace the spaceship with the couch, but then they start hustling Spencer for more money than they agreed to. One of the movers bitches that he skipped book club for this. I can't relate. But Spencer doesn't have the 200 bucks they want, so they take the couch away again. How does this fool not have $200? How? He spent it all on the spaceship. Oh, yeah, some rich people can only get His their money. little daddy's money allowance. Yeah, it's like monthly. Daddy's allowance didn't come in yet. Wow. Yeah, it's like a monthly. He spent his monthly allowance on the spaceship, so he doesn't have any extra. Fool. Fool. One quick comment. The movers, their names are Dave and Buster. You said Dave, and I was going to say, and Buster. And then you said, and Buster. <laughs> Great. Yep, their names are Dave and Thanks, Buster. Thanks, Schneider. That was awesome. I think Dan Schneider is coming for your coming for your role on Actually, SNL. Actually, I think so. like a Sir Harold. This the was fourth. written by George yeah. Doty the Fourth. Sir William William Ryan Richard. George Doty the Fourth. Louis the Fourteenth. Sir William the Third. King Richard. I am sleeping with my cousin because I don't want to give the throne to anybody. He's else. coming for your sport on SNL. I also don't think I truly grasped how small that couch mm-hmm. is until this moment right yeah. here it's a full like count, baby. spencer could have put that couch by himself mm-hmm. in the elevator there was no need for two movers maybe one maybe rich people behavior rich people behavior yeah like he literally has an elevator that goes from downstairs directly into his apartment it's not like he needed to climb them up the stairs and the movers also took the, the couch up the stairs through the door what he has an elevator it don't make no sense love we are looking for a man a man his name rhymes with kajik kajik in a place where kajik doesn't exist kajik he's polish (laughs) (laughs) well spencer gets his revenge by spoiling dave and buster's (laughs) book club by yelling they realize the pants aren't magical and the middle sister dies down the hall and then locks himself in the apartment for safety. Okay, so they have like been referring to this book vaguely as the sisters who had magic pants. 
So I thought it was a stand-in for the sister. I don't think that they were vaguely referring to it. I think that they were saying the title of the book is The Sisters Who Had Magic Pants. Because it's a parody. No, no, that's what I meant. Like the they like of the traveling like, pants. He said we were gonna talk about this. No, he said we were gonna talk about the sisters who had magic pants. So that could have been a title or not. Yes, the book. I'm pretty like we were going to talk about that. Like because usually it was we like, were gonna talk we about were, we were gonna talk about the little. Well, no, because usually they talk about the book. So I'm trying to explain like, to you what we it could have been like. Enter book title, but here. like it could have been like we were gonna talk about the wizards at Hogwarts. I would know that that means Harry Potter. So we were going to talk about the sisters who had magic pants. Could have been directly referencing the sisterhood of the traveling pants or the sisterhood of the magic pants, you know? Like, it could have been the title, but it also could have been him back. Yeah, that's the joke. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. No, I do understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that the title in the iCarly verse was the sisters who had magic pants which is them referring to the sisterhood of the traveling okay, pants. Okay, well, I'm saying that it... Like, the title of the book in the iCarly verse. Do you know that for a fact? Yes. How? Because. I said so. Oh, my God. Well, anyway. <laughs> fuck off. He said he was going to talk... They were going to talk about the sisters who had magic pants, which whenever you say that, like, that week at a book club, we're talking about. But and then you he enter was the book like, title here. If you were. But that would be like another layer to the joke. If he was like, we were supposed to talk about the wizards who are at Hogwarts. Like, you know what that's referencing, but it's like the person's too stupid to actually quote the actual title. So it's like they're referencing the characters and what they do. OK, anyway. So I assume that this was a stand-in for Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I don't even want to say what I want to say now. Say it. So I thought that this was a stand-in for the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. So when he revealed that one of the sisters died, I literally gasped out loud because I've never seen it. And I was like, oh, my God, who dies? Is it Serena Vanderwoodson? Is it? one of the other ones is it the other one oh my god like what like i've never seen it but like i might see it you know like i don't know what's going on who like i don't i really hate spoilers you never know i might never see it in my life but i don't want it to be spoiled but then i remembered that like there's definitely a sequel with the same cast so if one of them died how would there be a sequel so i i don't know if that spoiler is accurate for the sisterhood Well, I guess close your ears if you don't want it spoiled. Oh, my God. The middle sister dies of leukemia. I read your note. What the fuck? No, you didn't read my note wrong. Oh, the friend dies of leukemia. So there's a friend. Is it Jordan Sparks? America Ferreira. They're the same person in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, yeah, it is referencing the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, and the middle sister doesn't die, but one of the friends of one of the sisters of the Traveling Pants dies of That's leukemia so fucked up. in the first I don't want to hear about that. Is that Serena Vanderwoodson yeah. or no? I don't remember. Like Lively. It's like, I, I, it's like uh, Dan- Daniela or something. Or, no, sorry, it's... It's Tibby and Bailey, so it's like Bailey's the one who dies, and then Tibby's like one of the one of the ones part of the thing. Tibby is that Gibby's soulmate? It is. It's actually Gibby in a wig. <laughs> it's Tibby. <laughs> it's Tibby. 
Spencer makes one last sad and lonely pew, pew, pew. That's That was me trying to say, like, my whole thing after you were like, no, that was the title of the movie without understanding what I was saying. Anyway. I, I can't believe you've never seen Ch- Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yeah, I'm not like other girls. That's a classic. I've also never read Chicken Soup for the Girl's Soul or whatever the fuck it's called. I mean, they have a they have a million titles, so it'll be like Chicken Soup for you like the Teenage that. Soul or you Chicken Soup for like the whatever soul. That. I've never read a single one of those things. I'm non-binary. I want something for the non-binary soul. I read one. Which is definitely <laughs> Brock Ched. That's the most non-binary soup out there. Why? Because it's the best. <laughs> Nothing to say to that. Hmm? You agree? Brock Chet is the best. No. I like chicken noodle Ill, soup. Ew. So. With that chicken that like makes your My teeth favorite. stick together. My Disgusting. We are in the hallway outside of the Shea apartment. Neville is still going epic Karen mode about the car. And Sam finally cracks and goes Ochoa mode and just fucking attacks him. And after Carly and Freddie pry her <laughs> off of Neville, he feverishly lint rolls himself. Did that help Neville? Did lint rolling make the bruises that Samantha Puckett just gave you go away? Bag, bag alert. alert. Major bag alert. Bag alert. Major lag alert. Um, fuck the LLC. Neville could literally just shut down iCarly by sending Sam to jail right now. Literally. He could just be like, assault charges. Okay, bye. Like, Remember that alternate universe yeah. episode? It's real now. Like, he literally just has to call the police. It's real. You're literally in juvie Bye. now. Like, see you later. Like, she literally just assaulted literally. him. She, and she didn't even hold back. Like, she was yeah. beating the fucking living sh- If If they didn't pull her it, off of him, dead. Neville would have been dead. Dead in a ditch. Dead in a ditch just, just like, Oprah. like Oprah. But not booked and busy. Just dead. Not booked and busy to no. others. Just dead in a ditch. Dead in a ditch to everyone. Neville keeps threatening mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. with the wrong thing, of course. About the fucking car and not about assault. And pulls out a Glock and oh no too soon. too soon and pulls out a printed copy of the legislation saying that websites who commit fraud get terminated. terminated. Carly goes epic Nancy Drew mode and realizes, wait a minute, why do you have that printed out? And all the kids realize Neville was behind the scheme. All along. And I swear to God, if Natalie does that dun 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 from Instagram, I'm going to kill myself right now. You've already done it like three times. And I wrote that before you dun, said dun, it. Dun. All right. Uh, 1-800-SUICIDE. I'm doing it. <laughs> Why are you such a hater? I'm just trying to show dramatic effect. I'm trying to be engaged in what you're saying. All right, so Cersei just killed herself live on the podcast. Um, the IRS will be taking over. No! What's up, Natalie? I missed you. No. I miss the way you smell. I miss looking at how much you made this year and how much was withheld for taxes. Uh, am I making you nervous? With my deep, sexy voice. <laughs> I'm shitting and pissing and crying and throwing up. Oh, that's so sexy. You know just how to turn me on. <laughs> so, um, while the kids are interrogating him, trying to get Neville to admit that he's the mastermind behind it all, Neville goes, Oh, please, I don't have time to be interviewed. <laughs> 
And like that was a genuine LOL for me. That was actually very funny. Like them being like, admit you did it, Neville. Why would you print it out? How could you have that? Da-da-da! And he's just like, oh, please. I don't have time to be interviewed. I was like, okay, slay. He's slay like, queen. No Paparazzi. Paparazzi, get away. Slay. <laughs> that was a slayed question, wow. Neville, period. Bro. Wow. Carly jacuzzes him of sending the fake gay son <laughs> to them. And Neville just goes, hmm, I send a lot of guys a lot of places. Yeah, to his bedroom. Also, that's not a joke. That's a literal quote. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Like, that that was not Literally. a joke. He said that. He said, I send a lot of guys a lot of places no. with a sneaky little smirk. Yep. Like, yeah. gay. To his bedroom because he's a major bad. Gay. Like, that's gay. I feel like the writers were like, mm-hmm. how do we make mm-hmm. a little gay joke? The villain is queer-coded. Shocking. Never been done before. But wait. Also, he is the villain because he's in love with Carly. And she shut down his advances. They were like, creep or gay? Creep or gay? Creep or gay? <laughs> Porky and Olos Dose, baby. I'm creep and I'm gay. Am I right, ladies? Hold for applause and but laughter. Um, Thank you. I'll take a but um over. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, I won't speak anymore. I won't interact. Carly narrows her eyes at Neville and goes, you evil, evil little elf. Which is a harder insult than little baby Hitler, I'll tell you what. Neville shakes his hair comb at them, still epic carroting, and yells, You can't prove anything, but I can prove you owe me a car. Literally, the username he used was Trickster206. Like, I think they can prove a little bit. At least a little bit. At least a little bit. You know, they can also prove that Mr. Fucking <laughs> doesn't have any boy kids, you know. No gay sons. <laughs> no sons. No gay sons, just thought daughters. <laughs> that Jeremy is a fraud. That Neville is gay, etc., etc., etc. Yes. <sighs> Neville points his finger at Carly and yells, If you don't get me my car, you'll rue the day. You'll rue it. And Carly bites his finger like damn okay she a freak then he wags that little finger around giving them a 48 hour deadline repeating tick tock tick tock tick tock and once again the queer community is predicting (laughs) and dictating trends happy pride everyone like you cannot tell me that this is this child is not gay dude he's gay tock tick tock tick what? Show me a straight boy who's going tick tock, tick tock. What nut loaf <laughs> is going tick tock, tick tock? Only fruitcakes are doing that shit. And not a nut loaf was found. <laughs> not one. Only fruitcakes. <laughs> Only fruitcakes. We're in the Shea apartment, and Spencer is sitting on a little tiny little stool. In the middle of the living room with bottles surrounding him. Carly asks what the fuck he's doing. And he says, drinking root beer, playing jacks. He's not drinking pickleback shots, that's for sure. Carly asks where the couch is and Spencer starts freaking out. Spencer diverts the attention off of the couch and asks if Neville liked his car, and the gang starts freaking out, explaining the whole situation. 
Well, 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 if it isn't the characters of the main plot and the characters of the subplot relaying their individual journeys to each other as if the audience doesn't already know literally what just occurred during the entire episode we just watched. Hmm, I wonder if somehow, some way, one of these plots will solve the other. <laughs> no, that would be too crazy. Mm. Too perfect. No. Too wonderful. <laughs> too planned. <laughs> too scripted. Spencer says, okay, then get the little tug munch a car. <laughs> tug munch? I know that this is a stand-in for butt munch, but damn, these <laughs> censored insults kind of go so fucking hard because literally... Get wrecked, Neville. Get wrecked. Tug munch? How do you come back from you that? You can't. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? How do they get away with saying these things on Nickelodeon? Like, that is a hop, skip, and a jump away from butt munch. Who comes up with that? But also, like, tug is definitely, like, a a euphemism for, like, like jacking off. Like, like yes. Like, so he, like, maybe they're calling him gay. Maybe that's instead of saying the F slur, they're calling him a, t- a tug munch. Oh, my God. <laughs> This fucking tug munch over here. Bro! Stop! Stop! Spencer literally just said the T slur on Nickelodeon. Bro, not the slurs during Pride Month. Not the T slur, dude. Not the T slur, dude. Not the tug munch. Damn. No, wait, I didn't even think about it like that until you were like, tug is like, you know. And I was like, yeah, it's like. That's and exactly I like, how I sound. Tug is like, you know. Oh, like, my God. And during Pride Month? During Pride Month. I hate you crime. Know, hate crime during Pride Month. How could you do this? During Pride Month. A literal hate crime. You know, this entire episode, honestly, is a hate crime. Because they're shitting on Neville, which, I mean, Neville deserves it. Absolutely. But, like, this mm-hmm. is literally a hate crime. A hate crime of the highest mm-hmm. degree. And Sam, Sam, Sam actually committed a hate crime. So, not only could Neville have gotten her for assault but also I for mean, a hate crime a lesbian <laughs> so. beating up a gay dude it, it's kind of in their right i think they're allowed that's true that's why we can say baguette a gay a bag on bag crime bag on bag crime <laughs> senator senator what do you plan to do on bag on bag crime i'm sorry what now what what are the words coming out of your mouth what are the kids calling it these days what the you hell you know you know when a tug munch beats up a tug munch what are you gonna do about it sir <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry, ma'am. You're just you're speaking gibberish to me. I um I don't know these words. That's um, Joe Biden's reaction to um people like asking for like, mm, hey, can we get our student loans canceled like you promised? He's like, what? Like, what that would mean? Those words. Those words. They're too big. Those words. I my, my son's dead. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. warning. <laughs> Trigger warning, Joe Biden's personal history. Trigger warning, the Democratic Party has failed us. (laughs) Trigger warning, when Carly says. Trigger warning, Carly doesn't have a personality, but she's still choosing to speak, and we have to listen to it. Trigger warning, inflation, when Carly says a car is too expensive. Spencer volunteers Sako's uncle, who sells cars, and can probably get them one for cheap on the low low, because he's Joe Biden, and he gets around inflation. Because that's how that works. And Sokka, who sells socks. Tyler, who sells ties. And now, Otto, who sells cars. Uh-huh. Otto also as an automobile. Correct. But 
Also, Otto, full name Otto Man, who <laughs> you may know as the bus driver in The Simpsons. So, uh-huh. is one of the only good consistent bits in iCarly actually thefted from The Simpsons? Wow, that really, that that makes you think. Yeah, it is disappointing because plagiarism, stealing jokes, I really don't like that. And I thought the whole, the whole Sacco, Tyler thing, Otto was hilarious. And then I was like, wait, Otto? Like, I can picture, like, a driver named Otto from The Simpsons. Does my mind deceive mm. me? My mind did not deceive me. Otto Man is, in fact, a bus driver. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Shame. Wow, Dan. Shame. Wow. Shame. 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 Bimbo penitentiary for you. Shame. Shame. Shave your head. Walk naked through the streets. Shame. 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 Oh, my God. Shane. Shane, you're my favorite member of Big Time Rush. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, After Spencer says Otto's name, Carly goes, of course it is. <laughs> so, like, even they're aware, like, in the show, how yeah. all of Sokka's relatives are named after their jobs. I feel like that makes it even weirder that they are, like, aware of it. Yeah, I feel like, well, if they're, like, if they're aware of it, that has to indicate that it's, like, weird. They're nicknames. They're not their real names. Yeah, or. Because then it's, like, not funny anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if the characters are, like, oh, yeah. that's crazy. Dentist named Crentist, you know, like, then it's, like, it can't be, like, it can't not be, like, a bit within the show. Or a dentist named, like, Denny or something. Oh, I was referencing yeah. The Office, my friend. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I'll try to get over it. Season two, episode six, when Dwight tries to get Michael's job, he meets up with Jan, played by Melora Harding, who was referenced earlier in this podcast. And he says, Melora Harding, who had a nerdgasm with the man from Reno 911, I can have Michael's job. But during this rendezvous, he pretends to go to the dentist. And when he gets back, Michael knows he was up to malfeasance. And he says, what's your dentist name? And Dwight Schrute says, Crentist. So, yeah, that's what I was referencing. <laughs> Thank you. You're it's like we're back on the office trivia podcast. I know. Shame on you for not knowing that. You're like an office trivia pod alum and you didn't even fucking shame, know that. Shame, 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 shame. 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 <laughs> I just wanted to say that it makes the joke less funny that they know yeah. it, too. Yeah. Like, I would rather them be oblivious to it. Yeah, because it changes the joke from, like... Haha, like, we're the only ones who get it. Yeah. It's like, I feel like in if the characters don't notice it, I interpret it as, like, a writer's room joke where they're like... Yes. What should his fucking friend's name be? Socko, because he sells socks. And then it's supposed to be, like, like low-key. Yeah, and then someone was just like, wait, hold on. Okay, so you know how the joke was that his name's Sokka and he sells socks? What if he had a cousin named Tyler and he sold ties? And then it's like them just thinking of ways that they can like naturally incorporate that joke into it. Yes. It turns into then just like, I don't know. It's just not as funny. It's just like, it's stupid. Yeah. When the characters know it. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It, Yeah. I think because it's so unbelievable that that like – I don't know, like, the joke not being meta makes it not funny. Do you know what I mean? Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Carly saying that one line, of course it is, just ruined the entire joke. It's like, oh, okay, well, there's, like, there's no actual way that that would exist. Because even she's doubting it. She's like, oh, of course it is. And it's like, okay, well, now it just makes it, like, not as funny. Yeah, it makes it seem like these, like, have to be nicknames because there's no way that this could actually happen in reality. But when the characters are oblivious to it, it's like, we recognize it as, like, a, a bit, like, an... It goes from, like, a non-diegetic joke. Like, it's not, like, in there to, like, being in the reality of the characters. And, it, it like, it's so unbelievable that it's, like, an eye roll. It, like... It, yeah. I don't know. I get what you're saying. I, I I get it. I get it. Let's... We're getting riled up. Let's let's move on. We're getting really heated about this one line. We're getting heated. Uh, We are at a parking lot. Yes. This reminded me a lot of my youth. Um, Neville and the I crew link up in a parking lot to exchange the goods. The goods, of course, being a shitty ass, rusty ass, dusty ass, <laughs> old ass car. The goody goods. Neville's like, <laughs> what is that poo? It's not new. And Carly goes, it's new to you. Bars. Absolute bars. SoundCloud link below. Oh, my God. Megan the Stallion. Are you writing this down? You need to hear it. You, you need, need to hear, hear it, it, Megan. My cheese, my rules. What is, what this is that poo? It's not, it's not new. new. It's, it's new, new to you. you. <laughs> Megan the Stallion is feverishly writing it down. I know that Neville couldn't say crap, and yet I still expected him to say crap. And he kind of did, but like the PG version. So they're really testing the waters here. That's funny because my first thought was like shitty. Like I first wrote like, the goods was like a shitty ass car but then i was like let me hype this up a little bit so it's like all we all went to like toilet what comes out of our butt what comes out of our colon yeah and goes in the toilet one of those Uh uh-huh he could have said feces fecal matter what is that fecal matter (laughs) 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 what a thing to call something What is that fecal matter? Oh, Ryan, he's a piece of fecal matter. (laughs) He's feces. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love, like, poop humor. (laughs) It's not that funny, but it is. Um, no. <laughs> what is that piece of fecal matter? <laughs> oh my god, my mom's gonna love this part. She loves poop humor. Um, <laughs> um, Neville calls over some FCC drone who tells the kids, mm-hmm. uh, this piece of crap fecal matter ass car <laughs> does not qualify as a new. A new car is defined as a vehicle which has not been registered, can move on its own power at at least 25 miles an hour. I was like, thank you for the definition, (laughs) sir. The FCC drone's name is Mr. Bullock, which is dangerously close to Mr. Buttock or even Mr. Ballsack, if I would. I would argue that Bullock is very close to bollocks. Yes. Which means ball sack in British. Yes. I would agree. 
The list goes on. It's pick your fighter, baby. It is. Pick your fighter. Pick one. Mr. Ballsack <laughs> is played by Tom Bayer, mm-hmm. who was in Justified, as was Don Italiano from earlier, but I did not mention it before because I find the show to be incredibly irrelevant and not worth mentioning. But it is interesting but. that they were both on it and on the same iCarly episode. So alas, I will utter its name, Justified, because I found this circumstance justified it. But um, hold for applause and laughter. <laughs> you like that shit? You like it? You like it a lot? The cell block in bimbo is growing <laughs> by the sentence for you it's just like clones of me <laughs> it is every joke that you make it just clones you yeah i'm just like like i'm living like multiple existences out <laughs> this is the second time that this has happened on iCarly where two character actors have been on the same show on the same episode of another show and also on the same episode of iCarly. And, you're and remember we looked up if it was like the casting, the casting director? director. So it has to be something else. Who's responsible? And how can I get looped into this? Who's who's doing it? I want to be doing on a TV it? show. Please, please. I'm an actor. I got jokes. Somebody <laughs> hire me. Have you been listening? She got bits and jokes and goofs I and gaffes. I got bits and jokes, <laughs> goofs and gaffes, accents and characters. I do it all, baby. You want to see my one woman show? Just tune Natalie out, and this is it. <laughs> but um, on a serious note, like I know we joke a lot, but I actually do want to ask. Um, yeah, what FCC agent is wasting their time on this? A Mr. Ballsack. Literal, yeah. Ballsack is right. The scrotum of the office being sent out to deal with literal children. <laughs> the intern, the literal intern. is <laughs> because Neville wouldn't stop fucking harassing them. So they were like, please, just somebody fucking go out there and shut this little bag up. I think we glossed over the fact that I said the scrotum of the office. Imagine getting called the scrotum of the Worse office. Worse than the nut loaf of the office. Yes. <laughs> Who's the scrotum of your office? You don't have to name names, but you know it. It came to mind very quickly. Everybody has a scrotum of the office. Oh, my God. There is always a scrotum of the office. I'm so sorry to have a scrotum, but, like, I just thought of you when I said it, and I know it's true. (laughs) There is always a scrotum of the office. Wow. There is. Comment below the scrotum of your office. (laughs) DM us who the scrotum of your office is. <laughs> They'll be the next pod babe of the week. <laughs> Carly is like, ugh, and Neville, why? Is it your lifelong dream? <laughs> Just thinking of scrotum. Carly's ugh, like, Neville. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Neville, your scrotum. Ah. Uh. Uh, uh. Um, Carly oh my is God. like, Neville, why is it your lifelong dream to shut down my Carly? And Neville's like, it's not. My lifelong dream is to open up a haberdashery. And they're all like, what the fuck is that? Including me. And he yells, why does everyone always ask me that? And storms off. Did you really not know what a haberdashery is? <laughs> why the fuck you fucking read? You want me to know what a haberdashery is? When I heard that word, I was transported to my youth.
Welcome. Are you being served? It's a it's a British sitcom about a haberdashery and like the employees who work there, like oh. serving these like uppity rich people. It is definitely where I got my sense of humor. I've got a very British sense of humor. It's a bit dry. I did not know that. I'm sorry. But it's like <laughs> Barracks and haberdashery, and he said the word haberdashery, and I was just like. <laughs> Yeah, I would not have known that. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Anywho. Neville's like, why has my podcast host watched Are You Being Served? <laughs> a niche British sitcom from like the 80s. Um, and storms off. <laughs> but then he literally comes right back and says, mm-hmm. Haberdashery is a men's retail shop that sells men's <laughs> accessories such as wallets, hats, buttons, belts, ribbons, and shoes. And then he storms away. And you're telling me we're expected to believe that this man is a nutloaf, a heterosexual, <laughs> no. likes women, is not gay, is not queer. Is not a bag. On this month of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is definitely bisexual. We're meant to believe this boy is not gay. On this day of our Lord and Savior, RuPaul. <laughs> nay. 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 Nay, I say this boy is gay. Megan the Stallion bars. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Bars. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. We're at the Shea apartment. Sam comes over and asks where Carly is. And Spencer explains she's been in the shower all day. Because she likes to take long showers when she's depressed. Sam's like, well, when will she be out? Of the closet? Never. Because she's a nut low. (laughs) Spencer's like, I don't know. Two, maybe three. She took a chair in there. Sam screams for Carly to get out of the shower. And Scarly just. Scarly. Scarly. Sam Scarly Shay. That's like definitely a pirate. Cast her in the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. <laughs> That's Sam and Carly's like fan name, Scarly. Ship name, Scarly. Scarly. Scarly, the bisexual pirate. Scarly. Sam screams for Carly to get out of the shower. Carly screams back, no. Oh, not the chair. Miss Carly Shay is going through it. Like, this is literally mental health awareness. They're like, okay, let's talk about being depressed. Let's talk about taking a chair into the shower. Is this a thing? Just sit on the floor really? like a normal depressed person. Who has a chair that is shower specific slash shower safe? Just sit on the floor like a normal I mean, yeah, person. just sit on the floor. But you can definitely bring a chair in sit there. Sit on the floor. Do you have like a little Just chair? Sit on the floor. Sit on the floor like a poor person. I don't own a single chair that would not get ruined by bringing it in the shower. Do people have shower chairs? Yeah, you can have a shower chair. My grandma has a shower bench because she's 99 years old and might fall over. <laughs> like who owns a shower chair? I had like in my old shower, I had like a ledge that you could like sit on. So I would just like sit on the ledge. And just all around me are familiar faces. But I didn't have, like, a chair. I feel like that's, like, different than, like, bringing a chair in. Like, what chair did she bring in? Was it, like, a rolling office chair? Was it a dining room chair? I don't know. They're rich. Maybe they have a maybe they have a fucking chair. I think you mean a Franken chair. I don't even know if Franken was the last name. Flanken. Flanken. Yeah, I was like, Franken? That sounds like Frankenstein. A Flanken. A fucking chair. <laughs> Sam notices that the couch is back thanks to Sako's cousin who only charged Spencer 50 bucks to steal it back from the movers and that man's name Rob not as in Roberto no but as in robbery as in robbery and this is when I noticed that gentleman was definitely Hispanic 
And now I'm like, is this racist? Ooh, makes you think. Makes you think. Makes you think a lot. Um, I honestly don't even think that that couch is worth 50 bucks. No. It's also a futon. It looks horrible and not comfortable. It looks horrible. It looks horrible. And uh, they... Horrible. They ruined the illusion as soon Liar. as they... <laughs> horrible. As soon as they took out that couch from the apartment, it ruined it. Yeah. I was like, that couch is literally, like, tiny. Yeah. It's not worth shit. It fits, like, two teenagers on it. Because when Sam and Carly are on it, like, yeah. Fred literally is on, like, the side chair thing right well spencer asks how the neville situation is going and sam tells him the lowdown of what happened and the qualifications of a new car they both sigh and sit back defeated and then spencer has a moment of realization while looking the most jim carriest he has ever looked me thinks i was like okay sir <laughs> okay okay hey Sam realizes that Spencer is realizing things and says, I know that look. That's your thinking look. And Spencer goes, I'm thinking. Are you thinking? And Sam's like, are we thinking the same thing? And Spence is like, we are if you just figured out how the B plot is going to solve the A plot. And she's like, oh, no. I was just thinking about fried chicken. I hate to be like, I'm so quirky. Uh, I'm just like Sam. XD. <laughs> But, like, I have been looking for a bomb-ass fried chicken place because fried chicken has been on my mind. I have been in L.A., mm. and I have not been able to find any any good food, really. Um, Not a lot, just a little, but Chicago's definitely uh -oh. better at the food department, and so is Austin. So if anybody familiar with L.A. cuisine wants to comment down below and tell me a uh, really good fried chicken place, uh, uh, I would love that. Um, not to ruin your little fried chicken Sammy parade, but uh, this little God, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I could fuck up a fried chicken Sammy. Yeah, but oh, oh, I'm having a chicken chasm. <laughs> <laughs> um, this little interaction here really annoyed me because it's like, of course, they have to make Sam make a comment about food. Instead of some sort of evil mastermind plan that she is born to make. Like, this girl is an evil genius. She should have came up with a plan. Like, she should have thought of it. But no. We should invent a time machine and go back in time and just show Dan Schneider, like, the video of Shailene Woodley getting asked, Aren't you so hungry right now? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. Um, you should go eat. And just be like, look, this is what you do. You make food so quirky that it gets annoying and people start trying to put that personality trait on celebrities mm -hmm. and people don't fucking want it because it makes no sense and it's not actually a personality trait. This is this is the future you're creating. Shailene Woodley trying mm -hmm. to get goaded into saying that she wants pizza. Mm -hmm. To be more like the other celebrity from that other survival thing that has hooded eyes jennifer lawrence yes people tell me i look like her and i'm like no i don't we're just white women with hooded eyes thank you goodbye <laughs> yeah anyway we are back in my childhood alma mater the parking lot <laughs> we are rendezvousing the fcc agent and spence are smacking on some popsicles not not dicks that's not a euphemism there no they're literally having popsicles yeah if Neville was eating it, though, might be a euphemism. That would have been homosexual, but he's not eating it. Mm-hmm. He'd be tug-munching. The kitties roll up in the terrestrial-only flight incapable vehicle, and Neville scoffs and says, 
What do you think that rolling space turd will get you? Oh, why? Scoffs and says, what? You think that rolling space turd will get Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! <clears throat> what? You think that rolling space turd were <laughs> Space turd. 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 World tighter. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. This is like a genuine speech impediment moment. What? You think that rolling space turd will get y'all off the hook? <laughs> So they're just straight up saying turd now on Nickelodeon. <laughs> what? That space fecal matter will get you off the hook now. That space excrement will get you off the hook now. Like, this is also a direct quote. Like, Neville literally space said space turd, turd on iCarly. <laughs> on Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, what? That could literally be like an SNL skit instead of gays in space. Just turds in space. Just turd in space. Fecal matter in space. <laughs> extraterrestrial turds and space. Like, why didn't he just say, what is this turd earlier? This rolling space turd. He said, what is this poo? He should just said, what is this turd? What is this do-do? Like, turd is so aggressive, too. Like, I love the word turd. Like, turd and crap make me laugh so much. I know, but it's like... <laughs> I know, but it's like he went from go- he went from saying poo. He said, "What is this poo?" To saying, "You think that rolling space turd?" Like he's like saying a hard T. A rolling space turd is what happens when I go to the moon and I like shit in the general direction of the Earth, and it comes pummeling down through our atmosphere. It's a bird barreling it's a down to Earth. It's a rolling. podcast it's comedy it's what i carly know it's just cersei shit hi my name is cersei and i share myself in space (laughs) (laughs) anyway um the agent says that this shit is legit as long as it does 25 miles an hour (laughs) neville gets in the car to test it speeds up too much too fast and instantly crashes (sighs) And he can't drive. That boy is gay. This is the gay son Don Italiano passed up on. Neville Papperman cannot drive. Wants to open a haberdashery. Acts like a Karen in public. This boy is gay. This boy is gay. Waves this his little finger in gay. people's faces. Tick tock, tick tock. I'm a bad gay. Bag alert. Major bag alert. Bag alert. Major bag. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, the FCC goes, damn, that baguette was definitely going 25 an hour to do that damage. (laughs) And then they just leave Neville crashed, left to die. In a ditch. While sirens blare, presumably (laughs) to go, you know, get Neville's ass. If he even is still alive. So straight people abandoning a gay man in the midst of a medical crisis? Yeah, that does sound about right, actually. Welcome to the LGBT, <laughs> Neville. This is how straight people treat us. Got too real for you? Happy Pride Month, Neville. Reagan, where you at? <laughs> Reagan's loving it. I got beef with you, you turd. He's a rolling space turd. Reagan. Ronald Reagan is a rolling space turd. <laughs> he is. Rogan Reagan. <laughs> We're a batter. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Rogan. Is Joe Rogan actually Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Ronald Reagan was the first Rolex for his face turn is what I wanted to say. <laughs> Ronald Reagan was the first rolling space turn. I want that etched into his grave. Ronald Reagan, first rolling space turn. In significantly smaller text, like whatever number president of the United States he was. <laughs> Responsible for the AIDS crisis in bigger letters. Oh my god. <laughs> the more I think about the phrase rolling space turn. <laughs> That's another gender. Another gender is rolling space turn. Yeah, dude, I'm... I'm a rolling space turd. My pronouns are <laughs> Ronald slash Reagan. <laughs> it's ironic because Ronald Reagan would have abandoned the rolling space turds. <laughs> what? Like, what are we even? How do we get here? How did we get here? I, I used to know so well. <laughs> There's layers to this. I can't. You know what? I can't. Bring it back to iCarly so quickly. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe we literally just witnessed a literal murder. Yeah, I killed Ronald Reagan right here, right now, live on the podcast. Everyone's <laughs> turn can eat my bullock. The Rolling Spacer is dead. He's dead. Oh my god. First, Neville gets tortured by the US military on a live <laughs> webcast. And now he is left to die after a horrible car horrible. crash. Might as well just say you hate the gays, Dan Schneider. Yeah, say you're against us rolling. I almost said rolling gay turns. Say you're a homophobe, gay <laughs> Dan Schneider. Say it. Yeah, say it out loud. You're a homophobe. You're a homophobic pedophile who diddled the kids during Driver's Ed. Yeah. And on Pride Month, nonetheless. On Pride Month. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Well, um, that's the episode. Really, this one, this one made you think a lot, you know? It's a thinker. This one was, this one was a, a thinker. A brain buster, if you will. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I'm coming for your job on SNL. Watch out. I mean, come on. We're like the Lonely Island. They got to hire all of us. It's true. It's true. We're at the post credit scene. The girls, you know, they're yelling. They're screaming. They're telling us to go to iCarly.com to see things they can't see anywhere else. Ha, ha, ha. Cue the OnlyFans joke. We have never uh -huh. had this exchange before. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> this is like us with a kumquat. Kumquat. This is like us with a kumquat joke, except every single. <laughs> this is like us with a kumquat joke, except every single time we do remember yeah. that we've made this joke before. It's like the inverse kumquat. It's a quat cum. Yeah. Quat cum. This week's pod babe of the week is my cheesy cum. <laughs> Quat, delicious. Woo -woo -woo. Put some cheddar on a kumquat. Call it dinner. Yum. This this week's podcast is sponsored by my vagina, <laughs> my cheesy, my cheesy space turd vagina. Ooh, it's like the Sesame Street like little like letters <laughs> like come up. <laughs> What's that smell? It's my cooter. Whoa. <laughs> the 
pod babe of the week is love vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's love vyj l u h v y j love vj. La vagina is how I'm choosing to pronounce it. Um, thank you so much for your five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, means a lot. They said, literally in love with this podcast. It gets me through my boring work days. You guys are hilarious. That's what we do it for, folks. That makes us feel so good on the inside. We do it for the girls and the gays and the Livy J's. Hell yeah. Me- Megan the Stallion, write it down, write it down. Megan the Stallion, down. where you at? Write that down. You know, <laughs> they say that social media really blinds you to like numbers where like if you post a photo on Instagram and you get 50 likes, you're like, damn, I flopped. But like if 50 strangers came up to you on one day and told you that, hey, you look really good, you would be like, holy fuck. This is awesome, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. When I read stuff like this, I just can't believe this is a person. It's a person. I don't know. Yes. That, like l- literally listens to our podcast during work and is like, wow, this is so funny. This is getting me through my day. Like, that's how I feel about like office ladies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, those people are like actual celebrities who like actually did like a show that like I loved, you know? Right. But the fact that people are just like these random rolling space turds make me giggle <laughs> i love it 10 out of 10 i love it haha the hilarious ha <laughs> ha good on the inside it does if you haven't left a five-star review already what are you doing what the hell are you doing go leave one right now what the hell are you doing if you don't leave a a five-star review right now you are rolling space turd you are rolling space turd and neville papperman is gonna piss all over you (laughs) (laughs) neville papperman is gonna wave his little finger in your face wave his bollocks (laughs) in your face Look at these rolling space turds. I'm calling I'm calling the police. I'm calling the police right now. In two weeks, we will be re-watching I Rocked the Vote. Written and directed by Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See, See you in two weeks. weeks. Bye. Bye. If you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at I Rewatch iCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at Cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots who don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use, you can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.